Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate it. 7.05 here on this Thursday morning, 22nd day of February, 2024. And I'm John Reed. Glad you are with us here on News Radio WRVA. So I, it's interesting. Um, I was just talking to Dan, the producer, about all the people who've come out announcing they're running for the mayor of Richmond spot. And uh, I guess, hold on a second. One is, well, Andreas Addison, who I've met a couple of times. See, I'm sure we don't agree on everything politically, but he seems. Seems like a decent person. And, you know, he's uh, I think he runs a, a business. Is it a gym? Is that what he runs? Some sort of fitness business? If you run a business, I got to tell you, you kind of jump up in my estimation ahead of all the people who just feel very strongly about something. And they get into politics because they feel very strongly about something. If you run a business, you actually have to make payroll. You have to deal with the needs of your clients, the needs of your employees, the, you know, temper all of that, manage it. That kind of means something to me. A lot of people in politics, they've spent a couple of hours thinking about issues um, and then they convince themselves that they're right or they get in a, a conversation with everybody else who agrees with them. And, and then suddenly we're all supposed to fall in line and accept their analysis. Meanwhile, the people who are supposed to fall in line have actually been doing work and trying to make a life for themselves. And so I'm impressed, even liberals. Now, I don't know. I don't know where Andreas Addison falls on the spectrum. I, I don't think that it's crazy left wing. I'm not sure. Then did you see in the paper today in um, the Times-Dispatch this Harrison? Is it Roday? Harrison Roday? I don't know that I've met him. I guess he has announced he's running for mayor. He founded some sort of non-for-profit to help level the playing field and give everyone an equal opportunity. Da, da, da. He oversaw a company with 8,000 employees. Now, that'd be interesting. I'd like to talk to him, too. So maybe next week we can get a bunch of these mayoral candidates. And I want to stress, you don't have to be a right-wing conservative. You don't have to agree with me. You might love LeVar Stoney. And think he did a great job. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you why, because <laughs> I don't know what you would base that on. Maybe you like him personally. Maybe you guys have drinks and everything's, I don't know. But I would really be interested in talking to these people who want to be mayor. And I would ask them, I'll probably ask all of them, what did Mayor Stoney do right? Can you, can you name anything that he did right that he's been successful on? And what would you do differently? And I'll be fair about it. If you're a big-time Democrat and you hate 
conservatives, it's fine with me. Come on the radio. I'll be on. I'll be fair with you, and I'll let you speak without interrupting you. So that would be interesting next week, you know, because a couple of two years ago, a, a bunch of business people called and said, can we take you to lunch? And they wanted me to run for mayor. I was like, are you kidding me? I wouldn't run for mayor. I mean, I would love to help save Richmond, but I just I don't think I could win. Um, and I'm not interested in getting into something I couldn't win. And um, I'm not I, I am becoming more and more pessimistic about whether Richmond can be saved because I'm not sure Richmond wants to be saved. I need to see the average citizens and the business leaders saying, oh, God, we got to get this under control. And I'm not sensing that right now. But maybe these candidates will have a different perspective on the people who are actually, you know, jumping in. We'll talk to some of them, I hope, um, next week. All right. Shifting from the city of Richmond to the county of Henrico, there's a lot of changes happening in Henrico, too. And I hope you follow uh, the Henrico Citizen. It's one of the websites I go to just about every morning, HenricoCitizen.com, um, just to see what stories maybe the Times-Dispatch isn't covering, the blogs aren't covering. Because Tom Lapis is the owner and the editor of the Henrico Citizen, and I think he's, he sees and hears about some things that everybody else isn't covering. Tom's with us this morning. How are you, sir? Good morning, John. I'm well. Uh, it's a couple of weeks since we talked to you, so I, I, I appreciate you getting up early to come chat with us. A few folks on the air in recent weeks have mentioned these data centers. You know, it was uh, Delegate Kilgore yesterday who mentioned that the people in Southwest Virginia want data centers. And then I had another gentleman on a couple uh, couple of days ago who said Hanover does not want a data center, or certain people in Hanover don't. There's a there's a data center proposal in Henrico. I hadn't even heard about that. Yeah, there is, and, and uh, it's a, it's on a big parcel, about a 622 acre parcel right mm-hmm. there at uh, I-295 and I-64 Williamsburg Road in the eastern part of the county, right right next to White Oak Technology Park, where basically the the Facebook Meta Data Center is another huge one called the QTS. Um, and the county has been, you know, very proactive in trying to attract data centers. Uh, they they kind of slashed the uh, the tax on data centers a few years back to help in that process, and so there's a proposal now that uh, the scheme that has been shown by the developer would allow up to 13 of them on this parcel, um, and so you know this is a case that will be heard by the planning commission next month, uh, March 14th is, is the scheduled date for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, it would have to go through uh, you know ultimately be approved by the board of supervisors too. But it's it's becoming a little bit of a um, of a debate, not just here, I think, but but as you said, kind of statewide. Maybe um, some environmental groups are saying, you know, let's let's slow down this approval of data centers until we can learn more about the the energy usage and the water usage and what you know is it doing something to the environment. Um, so there's a there's a group of folks in the county that uh, that are trying to raise some of those questions. Um, so it, it, you know it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, debate. Can that area support this? You know, the guy I had on about Hanover said that the energy usage and the infrastructure for energy alone is just mind blowing. And I I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. Do you do you think that that's an accurate statement that it really is a a drain here? Well, what I heard is that, and I forget if it's in the state of Virginia, I think it's the state of Virginia that Dominion, about 21% of all the energy that Dominion you know, produces goes to data centers. 
Um, so oh. that's a that's a that's a chunk. Uh, and I think the concern is that, have, that has been raised by some of these folks is, you know, we don't really have hard and fast standards that, that data centers are committing to. Uh, in this case, a developer is saying, you know, we'll meet industry standards. Well, right. you know, the folks on the other side are saying, well, what are those? You know, can you can you pinpoint something? Um, so that's kind of where the debate is. A lot of localities, you know, data centers produce uh, about $10 million right now in taxes annually to Henrico. They don't really require a lot of investments in schools, typically in roads, a lot of other public services, because they don't employ a lot of people. Um, so it's, you know, from that standpoint, it's, it's a better benefit to the community than building a, you know, massive housing development, maybe. But the energy issues, I think, uh, a lot of folks are raising them. There was just an, a, a case that the SEC is likely to approve to uh, locate two new massive transmission lines that would serve this area. And people are saying, well, would you need those if the data centers were not being planned there? So that's mm-hmm. been a debate. So um, a lot of issues. All right. Well, we will put that down on our calendar for March yeah. 14th so that we can yeah. uh, follow what you're covering. you got a couple of articles coming out about this that you're <laughs> – Seems like a big one yeah, for well, people. It, right, I've, I've written about it a, a month or two ago. I've got another article that will be out either today or tomorrow on our mm-hmm. website. I also noticed um, a, a story about Henrico implementing a new literacy program for what elementary school students. How are, How's Henrico doing stacked up against, say, I don't know, Chestfield, Goochland, Hanover? Is there a problem there or well, so this is part of the statewide Virginia Literacy Act, which okay. basically is requiring all, all school systems to adopt a new reading curriculum. This is part of a legislation passed back in uh, 2021, I believe. Uh, and basically, you know, post-COVID, just the, the reading levels dropped course, statewide yeah. were down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is, uh, you know, some new plans. Every school system has to adopt uh, some form of, uh, of new literacy uh, plans. Uh, I think one of the issues that that school systems are having here is that uh, the Virginia Department of Education has not yet released a number of the elements and materials that are going to be needed for teachers to sort of comply with this, and some of those are not apparently going to be out until the fall. So that's the same time that they're going to have to be implementing these new programs. So there's a little bit of concern there in terms of, like, how are they going to be learning this material at the same time that they have to teach it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'll mm-hmm. be something worth watching. But in Henrico, they're going to be hiring, they'll need to hire 30 more uh, reading specialists, uh, 20 at the elementary school level, 10 at the middle school level. Yeah. Um, There's also a story that you've got about um, construction. <laughs> when it comes to the highways, you know, I live out in Short Pump. So I, I've lived on Midlothian Turnpike. I've lived in downtown Richmond, and I live out in Short Pump now. And Short Pump really is starting to remind me of Northern Virginia. I don't want to overstate it and get too exaggerated, but you can sit there on Short Pump between, I don't know, at the Short Pump Mall and out near Parham and be stuck for a, a longer than usual period of time. Are there real changes coming that will make things better for drivers? Well, I think that yeah, a couple of things. The, the, the big the big project uh, that we wrote about a few months back um, is going to be that North Gaten Road interchange that will be happening uh, as another point of, of entry and exit essentially from I sixty four. And so mm-hmm. the hope is farther west in that existing short pump exit uh, that a lot, a lot of folks will be able to stay on sixty four farther 
uh, farther west, and so that will relieve kind of that bottlenecking that we see in that you know along that stretch abroad. Um, but also recently, VDOT on a, on a smaller scale, a little farther east, VDOT announced it's going to be uh, making some improvements at the Param Road uh, I-64 exit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a project that's not going to start for a few years. I think it's the spring of 2028. But if you take that exit regularly, you know that it's kind of difficult. If you're going west on 64 and you're getting off northbound Param, a lot of folks try to immediately uh, cross over to turn left onto Mayland. creates a lot of incidents, a lot of backups. So they're going to put a traffic light at that part of the intersection or the interchange, hopefully to alleviate things there a little bit. Well, this is minutiae. But I'll tell you what, when you're sitting there for 20, 20 minutes trying to move <laughs> and then the, the lights are changing and you can't go, the minutia starts to count. And, you know, I, when I was looking on the website, uh, HenricoCitizen.com the other day, Tom, I about fell out of my chair because I saw the ad for our show on your website, which Man. I was like, wow, okay, we're really arriving if we've got an ad on HenricoCitizen.com. <laughs> so thank you for... Doing that, I hope folks will go check out HenricoCitizen.com for some of the stories you won't see anywhere else. If you're if you're in the East End, the West End, all across this very important county, you need to keep up with what's happening in your neighborhood, and Tom helps us do that. Tom Lapis, thank you. Hey, appreciate it, John. Thank okay. you. Okay, all right. Seven, yeah, it really is. Can we get a picture of this? Nobody does any advertising for us. And here Tom's got this nice... That's actually a decent picture of me. I don't look too fat. So, you know, it's okay. <laughs> we'll be back with a look at the weather in just a moment here on News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.